Hello, and welcome to another episode of Aphantasia Experiments. I think I might actually post this on Psychic School as well. That's my other podcast that I don't really use as much. But I'm planning in this episode to do some 2024 predictions because it is almost the end of 2023. It's December 22nd, and I'm picking my kids up early from school today because it's early dismissal. And so I'm going to have my kids home for two weeks, and I'm not going to be able to podcast, and... By the time I come back, it's going to be a new year. And I thought, hey, why don't I do a New Year's predict 2024 kind of thing? Um, So I'm going to get into that, hopefully. Um, I wanted to share a couple things with you. So I said on my last podcast I was going for a job interview. I got the job. Exciting stuff. I will tell you more about it in the future, but it's a job in compassion and care. And that is basically exactly what I wanted. I wanted to do something meaningful with my life and help people and work with my heart. And I, I found something. So I haven't started it yet. I start in the new year, but uh, I'm throwing that out there. I feel like, you know, I, I came from a background in marketing and design and publishing. And uh, I'm not saying that's like a soulless job or anything. Um, it's important. I mean, books have to be read. Not, they don't have to be, but books are something that live on forever and, uh, designing them, putting them together, there's value in it. So it's not like my, the last, you know, 20 years of my life, 15 years of my life has been wasted, but I got to a certain point where I was like, this is not who I am. And maybe it was who I was at 23, but it's not who I am now you know, the, the experiences you have in life change you and mold you into the being that you're supposed to be or like the things that happen throughout your life change you um, or make you realize who you truly are and who you always have been, but you've been putting on like a mask or whatever. So in the last three years, I've just, it's just hit me so hard that I'm supposed to be working with people in a compassionate way. Like, it's just, I don't know how to explain it other than, like, I need to lead with my heart. And that, for me, is not sitting on a computer designing stuff for clients or designing books or marketing books, uh, even though there is value in that. So if you're working in publishing and you're like, ma, I don't matter. Well, you do, but things in life change you and there's unexpected turns in life and uh, we're just supposed to go with the flow of it and just know that um if things don't feel like they're working out it just means that there's stuff going on in the background that you don't know about and it's going to be fine um I like two months ago I, I like I was sitting there writing down like my wish list of things I would do for work and um just like feeling so lost, you know, so lost. I I do this podcast and I talk and I vent and I ramble. um, But I don't really talk about that. Like feeling like I I was doing something for so long. And then all of a sudden I was like, I can't, I hit a wall. I can't do this anymore. I can't be this person anymore. I have to like figure out who I am, find my soul. And so that's what I've been doing. Um, and I feel, I really feel like I'm at this point where I'm like, this is it. I'm, I'm in it, you know, 
it's exciting. Um, and it's only going to get better. Uh, I think. Anyways, uh, I'm reading this book right now. This is totally off topic. It's not at all what I was just talking about. But I'm reading this book. It's by John Holland. Uh, I read a book of his before. Let me see if I can pull it up here. So I actually say the right name of the book. It's Bridging Two Realms. Okay. I'm reading it. It's good. Um, in the first chapter, he's talking about how there's certain parts of the world that have a thinner veil. So the book is talking about like how to communicate with loved ones who's, who's, who have crossed over and stuff. And it's talking about how there's certain places that are, the, the veil is thinner, like churches, um, why can't I, places of worship, um, sacred places throughout the world, pyramids, like there's all these places that are super, the veil is super thin. So if you want to communicate with loved ones who've crossed over or whatever, um, it's easier to do that in those places because the veil is thinner. I find that really interesting um, for a couple of reasons. I don't actually know what the couple of reasons are. Why did I say a couple of reasons? So I feel this really a lot. Um, some days I feel like I'm like walking around. I'm just this human being. I'm not a spirit. Like I just I feel like I'm in this material world, blah, blah, blah. And then other times I'm like, I can feel things so strongly. Um, and maybe it's the location I'm in, or maybe it's the vibration that I'm putting out. I don't know. I think it's a combination of both. But I want to tell you a little story about something that happened to me. I think I've told this on the podcast before, but after reading this book, I'd like, it gives me new insight into how, why and how it happened. So when I went to England and Scotland when I was 14 or 15, I... Okay, first of all, we visited Stonehenge, which I think is one of those sacred spots, like where the veil is thinner. Um, I remember feeling a lot of things there. And I remember seeing a bunch of sheep and being like, or lambs. This is so random. It has nothing to do with anything. But I saw a bunch of lambs and I felt so connected to these lambs that I like said, I'm never eating a lamb again. Like, and my parents made lamb often, but I, I felt so deeply connected to these lambs that were by Stonehenge. I don't know why. And I don't even know if they were close to Stonehenge or not, but I just remember seeing these lambs when we went to see Stonehenge. And I was like, lambs, I love you. Anyways, random. So when I was in England, we stayed in this cottagey place. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Like a very, very, very old English stone house. Like it was made of big stones. Um, I'm sure that's, there's a word for that. But it had like greenery on the outside, like um, ivy, is that what that is? I don't know what it's called, but like green. It was so beautiful and so like charming. And there was just something special about this place where I just felt like there wasn't buzzing in this house. And there was, the energy was palpable. Like, I could feel it. And I told my brother and sister at the time, because I was having the craziest dreams when I was there, I was like, can we do Spirit in the Glass? Something to, like, call on, whatever. And, and my brother, I don't remember what my brother said. My sister is not a believer at all, and that's fine. 
but uh, she shot down the idea right away, and that's fine. But I feel like if I had done some sort of like spiritual connection, then I would have been able to get messages so clearly because I could feel it so much. Um, when I was there, I had a dream. I've told this story before. I had a dream that I was in my best friend's pool and I had a kid on my hip, my son, like a boy on my hip. I knew it was my son in the dream. And at the time I was only 14 when I was having the dream. So it didn't really make sense because I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't have anything. Like I wasn't sexually active. I, I, it didn't make sense that I would have a kid. And then like things change. Things change in a couple of years. So at 17, I had a baby. And by 20 or 19, I was in my friend's pool with this two-year-old kid on my hip. And all of a sudden, I had this flash of like me being in England, waking up to this story, this, this dream, and being like, what the fuck was that? It all like came to me like, I dreamt this before. I've experienced this before. Um, and I think that we have that a lot in our lives, like deja vu moments. It's the ones that you really remember that really fuck with your mind like in a good way like this it makes me realize how connected everything is and how much our dreams really do share information with us and help us dreams are not just like random whatever there's there's meaning behind them um and oftentimes they predict things so highly recommend you start a dream journal i didn't have one back then but those kind of dreams i feel like certain types of dreams really stick with you. And that was one of them. I've had other dreams that have stuck with me too. Um, and I'm always sad when I wake up in the morning and I don't have a dream. Today I woke up with the song in my head and it was so loud I couldn't get back to bed. I don't know if you ever have this, but this is something that uh, I'm sure I've talked about before, but developing your own like psychic toolbox um, Whenever you get a song in your head, write it down in your phone or make a playlist on Spotify or Amazon or whatever you use. And then listen to the music and see, see how you feel, like see what the feelings you get from that music and the lyrics, like read the lyrics, see if there's any hidden messages in the lyrics and also see if there's any connection to all the songs that you have in your head. Like, so if you have for a week, you have all these different songs come in your head, write them all down and then see if there's any sort of connection to them because oftentimes there's some sort of message that's trying to get through that's really loud. So the song that I had in my head was Rude by Magic, I think. Uh, the line in my head specifically was say yes, say yes, because I need to know. This whole song is about a guy proposing to, a, or asking for uh, the uh, father's, permission to propose to his daughter and the guy saying no but the I don't think the song was in my head because someone's gonna propose oh my god this just hit me my friend literally just texted me oh I gotta text her back <laughs> it's just oh what do you make connections on the spot is so funny uh I don't I was gonna say I don't think it's um someone's gonna propose I think that uh it's means that I need to say yes more to stuff because in the last few years I've been kind of hermiting I think because I needed to I needed to do a lot of meditating I needed to do a lot of like soul searching and stuff but in this future in 2024 and I believe like what's coming through for me is that a lot of people feel the same way that they've I think obviously it started with COVID like a lot of people hermited um but 2024 is the year of like coming out again 
and like connecting with people and changing things and making differences and um, not just like hermiting. So um, that's what I think the song is about because I woke up and I had a flash in my head to the book Year of Yes, which by the way, if you haven't read Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, especially if you're a Grey's Anatomy or whatever, all the other shows, the amazing shows she has, if you're a fan of any of those shows, 100% read this book. It's so good. It was actually one of the things that started me off on like my spiritual journey. This is not about talking to ghosts or dead people or whatever, but same thing, I guess. Um, It was more about like, finding myself and like finding joy which honestly like when you start reading like self-help books there's like the similar theme right and you go down you can go down a rabbit hole of that but that rabbit hole sometimes can lead to like a spiritual side of things and it's often honestly intertwined but uh, I'm definitely gonna read that book again and if you haven't read it I definitely how many times can I say definitely I would absolutely recommend it. It's a great book. It definitely, it just feels, holy crap, definitely is my like word of the day today. It feels like, um, it just feels so inspirational and it feels like it makes you want to do more. Um, Shauna Rhimes talks about how she was kind of hermity and she would often say no to things because she's a bit of an introvert. Um, so she got invited to like dinner with the president and, and her like initial reaction is no. And I feel like I'm like that too. Like a lot of, I get nervous, right? You get anxiety to go places, whatever. And so I say no sometimes, but I should probably just say yes. So with my new job, I'm excited. They invited me to like a holiday party and I haven't met anyone. Haven't started working yet, but I'm going. It's out of town. I'm going and I'm going to meet people. And this is like the beginning of my say yes journey because it's happening in 2024. Um, but I think that was what I got from that song. Like that was what came through to me. But my friend texted me before I started this podcast. She texted me and she said, I have this feeling that your son's going to propose to his girlfriend. And I was like, oh shit. Not that like, I love his girlfriend. She's wonderful, amazing. And funny fact, she actually has aphantasia too. Random, right? Um, my son doesn't, but his girlfriend does. And then my husband does. How weird is that three people have aphantasia in like this small group of people? Makes me think that way more people have it than you really know. Um, but it's funny because my friend texted me and she's like, I have this feeling that Hunter's going to propose to his girlfriend, whatever. And then I had that, I was like, it just hit me that, that that song is about like asking someone for, um, permission, hand in marriage kind of thing. Um, and not getting it. So I wonder, like, is my son going to ask his girlfriend's uh, dad for permission? He's going to say no. Maybe that's something. I don't think he's going to do it. Um, but I'm, I'm sure it'll happen in the future. Uh, they're still young. Um, but they're kind of being held back from... Not held back. Yeah, kind of held back from doing stuff. Because um, she her family is religious and that's totally great and wonderful and perfect and grand perfect maybe not the right word but um but for my son who's like had other girlfriends before and you know gone on vacation with them and stuff uh now he's in a relationship where he can't do those things they can hang out and stuff but they can't have overnights they can't go places and and so it limits them right so 
as a mother, I worry that, you know, he's going to rush into getting married young because then he'll be able to experience life with her. Um, but I also, like, I want him to, like, experience his life in his own way, and my worry isn't going to help him at all. So if he wants to propose to his girlfriend tomorrow, I will support him in that. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's the greatest idea because I think they're too young, but I had a baby at 17, so who am I to judge, right? Maybe it would be wonderful. Anyways, they're not getting married, but it's funny that that song was in my head and then my friend texted me like, they've been together two years. Maybe, maybe it's a thing. I think my son would tell me though. Anyways, uh, what else do I have to talk about today? I'm going to pull some cards to do a bit of a, a future 2024 um, reading here. So I don't really know what else to say. What else do I want to talk about? Um, I read, oh, this is good actually. I read a book by, ooh, I'm not going to remember the name. But if you just Googled Nurse Hadley, it'll come up. So Hadley, again, I don't even know her last name. This is terrible. But she is a um, hospice nurse, and she wrote a book, and it's really good. Uh, it's not, like, overly spiritual or anything, but it talks a lot about, like, what happens when you die. And, uh, like, the, the miraculous things, like, people who have either deathbed visions, they see, see their loved ones. That happens all the time. Not all the time, but often, Okay. And the other thing is uh, Alzheimer's patients, dementia patients often get terminal lucidity. So like right before they die, the days or hours before they die, they often like will remember stuff, know who, who their family is, know everything, and then will die shortly after. We don't know what causes that, but the book talks about it. and It's really good and it's really um, heartfelt. And you can just feel the love from her. Like she's just a beam of love and light and uh the book was so good so i just wanted to recommend that um why did i say that well because i wanted to recommend it but there was something else i saw of hers on tiktok and i've kind of adapted this method to my own life um she did uh she talked about how she wakes up in the morning excited because and she's a she's a death she works with death right so but with that comes a lot of heartfelt, beautiful moments. So she said she wakes up in the morning happy, excited to uh, see when her next beautiful moment is going to come. So she posted this Insta or this TikTok and it was like she just went through her day with all these beautiful moments. And it, it was so inspir inspirational to me. So I try I'm trying really to live that way and to just be like expecting the next beautiful thing expect wonderful things to happen and then you can be like look at this wonderful thing and also like recognize that wonderful things happen all the time and we kind of just like are walking through life and not seeing any of it you know here's an example of a wonderful thing wonderful thing happening i'm just spreading them out of cards here um this morning i was really upset i i don't know what it is about the holidays i'm like i'm usually pretty level-headed but I've been really emotional lately. And today I went, I was like, I need to get out of the house. I'm gonna go to the gym. I went to the gym, I went to the steam room. And then I left. And as I was driving to the store, I did buy some last minute Christmas presents. I was so emotional and I just started bawling on my drive. 
for no reason. You know, you know, maybe not everyone gets this, but I do. I get emotions and fun fact, scientific research says that when you cry, it releases like a stress hormone, so it actually makes you feel better. So crying is not a terrible thing. Don't hold in your tears, let them out. If you're scared to cry in front of people, cry in your car, cry in the shower, cry somewhere, but let it out because it actually helps overcome things and feel better. So don't feel bad about crying. So I was crying and I also feel like when you cry, so there's two sides to this. When you cry, when you're upset, your loved ones really try to like lower the vi- vi- their vibration to come to you. But because you're so upset, you often don't see it. So I think that's why that your loved ones will try to sneak into your dreams on those times. Like when you're really upset or like just feel lost or whatever, they can often come to their dream- your dreams to like encourage you or make you feel better. Um, the other part to that is, um, I don't know. I don't know what I was just talking about. The dreams. Sorry, this is my dog barking in the background, so it's distracting me. Um, oh yeah. So I was driving in the car. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I was driving in the car crying and I was just talking out loud. I was like, my ancestors, my loved ones, everyone I know who's crossed, my higher self. I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I need a sign. I need something, like I just need something to happen. I'm like, can you play a song on the radio that makes me feel better or uplifted or like supported, you know? I'm just, if you don't talk to yourself in the car, I highly recommend it. So I'm just talking and I look over and there's a guy staring at me. I'm like, whatever, I could just be talking on the phone. He has no idea I'm talking to myself, but you know, you have those moments that are like, oh my God, or when you're singing in the car. I did that too. Anyways, so I'm saying this and I pull into Marshall's parking lot, the store I was going to. Um, I hadn't heard anything on the radio. I turned the radio on. I had been listening to this book. I turned the radio on and it was just commercials. So I was like, okay, I'm not getting my sign right now and that's fine. So I go into Marshall's. I'm looking around. So I don't know why my my dog is barking so much. She's not that much of a barker. You hear that? You can't hear it. She's, what the fuck is she doing? Oh my God. Sorry, it's driving me crazy. So I go into Marshall's, I get some stuff. And then as I'm leaving, there's a man playing the guitar. Like a, what's it called? When you panhandle? There's a guy outside of the store playing the guitar with his guitar thing there, wanting money, whatever. But the song he's singing The song he's singing, holy fuck, I gotta deal with my dog. Sorry, I'm gonna go upstairs with this phone so you might hear barking. Um, was You Are My Sunshine. So he was singing, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine, and you make me happy. And I'm like walking away from this man, just bawling. <laughs> like it's busy parking lot. I'm like, oh. That was the song my grandmother used to sing. And I'm like, of all the songs in the entire universe, that song means something to me and he was singing it and he looked me in the eyes. It was like he knew, you know, he knew it was like he was an angel sent just for that moment, you know. Um, so there's one of my beautiful moments of the day. Uh, beautiful moments. Sorry, that's the door. I went all the way upstairs. My dog was totally fine. I feel like it was just an Amazon delivery guy. She does not like those guys. And there's a lot of them at Christmas time. A whole lot of them. Okay, I'm going to pull some cards um, because I think I'm going to make this 
a shorter podcast. I think it's 23 minutes already. I don't know. Okay, okay. Let's see what we got here. For 2024, what do we think is going to happen in 2024? If you have a prediction that you want to send to me, do it. My email is rofocreative at gmail.com. Uh, also on my website, aphantasiaexperiments.com. I have a, a section on my website under experiments where I have a couple sections, parts that you can share stuff with me. It doesn't matter which one you share on. Just share share your experiences with aphantasia. Share your experience with your psychic development. Share your predictions for 2024. Why not? Right? Um, let me know what you think is going to happen in 2024. Before I pull a card, one of the things that I was getting really strong the other day was, and this is not a positive thing, it's a negative thing, but um, I think there's going to be a lot of storms in 2024. And what I mean by that is like a lot of environmental anomalies, like really weird environmental things. I know we're like going through a global warming and that's probably like just normal stuff. But when I saw, so was it like a week ago, there was a tornado there was a bunch of tornadoes in Tennessee and I was watching this and I was thinking, this isn't normal. Is it? Is this normal for like this massive tornado to happen in December? And the thought I had was like, this is just the beginning. Like we're going to go through these like wild hurricane storms, tornadoes, like just wild environmental shifts and, and, and things. Um, so Hopefully that doesn't happen, but it's just, it came to me so strong. And um, something I've had in my head for the last like year and a half, it's a song that plays in my head. It's not a song, it's made up, but it says, don't forget about the storm, the storm, the storm. Don't forget about the storm, the storm, the storm. And that just plays in my head. So I feel like there's a storm coming. I don't know. Every time there's some sort of weather thing, I'm like, is this the storm? But then I get the like that lyric again in my head. So I feel like there is a storm coming and I think it just means that we need to like be protected like and be aware that weather and stuff can change and to kind of be prepared for anything I guess uh okay sorry I haven't actually pulled a card yet that was just one thing and the other thing was like a lot of people um are going to be coming out of this like um I said it before, like the hermiting stage, the stage of like finding yourself and like rediscovering who you are. If it hasn't happened already in 2024, you're going to lean into that more. You're going to, you know, find yourself more and, and, um, feel more comfortable in your skin and be able to project yourself into the world in a more positive, more uplifting way. Um, like showing up, you're going to show up more for yourself and for other people in 2024. You're going to be more social. You're going to have more things to attend and more opportunities. That's what I'm getting. 2024. It's been like a three-year, three-year like dark phase. I'm, I'm thinking like 2020, 2019, 2020, like when we were going through the COVID stuff, that like trickled over to the last three years. Yes, we went back to work. We went, we started doing things more normally again. We stopped wearing masks, whatever. But this like solitude, the experience that we had during COVID, being at home with our family, being sheltered, being um, almost trapped, right? Like 
I love my family, but spending that much time with them, I was like, oh my God, get me out of here, you know? Um, I think that those moments and that challenging time has made a lot of people reflect on their lives and, and, and realize what's working, what's not working. And for the last three years since COVID happened, a lot of people have been reassessing and, and sitting with their feelings and emotions, sitting with this like feeling of, okay, I'm here on this earth, but I'm not on my right path and I need to figure the, figure that shit out. Um, so figuring your stuff out often takes retreating. I think of like the card in tarot, the hermit, is it the hermit card? So I'm, I'm just saying hermit a bunch in this episode. Um, I think about that. It's like, you do that to rediscover yourself or like to get to know yourself. And that's an important part of life. If you're always out, you know, partying, whatever. Um, if you're out doing stuff all the time, you're working, you know, nine to nine and then you go home and you do this and blah, blah, blah. You're constantly moving. You're never going to really stop and be like, who am I? You know, how often do you look in the mirror and be like, who are you? Or like talk to yourself or like get to know yourself. And if you haven't done that in years, if you didn't do that during COVID, I think 2024 is going to be a time where you're going to start doing that, uh, reflecting on your life a little bit more um, and making some changes. Maybe everything is, is rainbow and butterflies and you don't need to make changes, but I feel like a lot of us are, a lot of us have been stuck and, uh, there's a shift coming. There's a shift coming. It's it's like an inspirational shift. Um, and a storm. I don't know. But I wanted to put some positivity there. Okay. I'm going to pull, I don't know, three cards. First card I got was Fulfillment of Wishes. So if you have, have in 2023, if you've been like, and this is another thing. Okay. It's saying Fulfillment of Wishes. So if you want to make some changes in your life. If you, any of this is resonating with you, you're like, I've been a hermit for the last three years. I haven't really gone out and done anything. I want a new job. I want new things. I want a new career. I want a child. I want a new husband. I want a new family. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Write it down. Because it's saying right here, we're going to get our fulfillment of wishes. Okay? And it's... I know... When you talk about like manifesting and stuff, it can often sound like so crazy, but I'm telling you, every time I've actually written down what I want, it is, it is materialized. Um, that's not true. I really want an iPad with Procreate. I haven't got that yet. <laughs> but anything like career-wise, relationship-wise, like with my husband, who I love dearly, when I said the husband thing, I hope no one thinks that I want a new husband because he's amazing. Um, I I was frustrated with him recently and I was talking to my guides about it and I was like, I really want him to see my perspective of this and like come to me in a more supportive way because he's super supportive, but his he's not great with emotions. So he can come off a little cold, even though his like intentions are completely um, warm and wonderful. Um, anyways, he, we had this conversation about, you know, money and stuff. I'm not working currently. I'm just doing freelance. So uh, it's concerning. Like we have a mortgage, whatever. 
we have three kids, four kids really. Um, and uh, he knows that I'm like in this phase of finding myself and whatever. And he's been really supportive. And, but it's also like, okay, we need money. Um, but I just wanted him to, to approach it in a more supportive way. And he literally did. The next day I was like, who is this person? This is exactly what I needed from him. And he showed up for me in this beautiful way. And I was like, thank you. All I had to do was ask. I feel like a lot of times we think that people are, are like stuck in their ways or whatever. And if you can ask your guides, your ancestors and their ancestors, their guides to help, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to like change the person, but if you want something out of them, like more support or, you know, more love or whatever it is, A, you need to like meet them, like match their, that vibration you need to be a supportive person. If you want to hug, you, you want your husband to hug you more, why don't you hug your husband more? You know what I mean? Like those kind of things. If you want, you know, your kids to be nicer to you, you have to actively be nice so they see niceness, right? So they, they mimic that behavior. I have no idea where the fuck I'm going with this. But the point is, if you want your wishes fulfilled, write that shit down. Um, there's this thing, you can Google it. I, I've watched a couple things on it, but Nikola Tesla, another book I read, very fascinating. Uh, it's free on Audible if you want to read it. The, uh, Nikola Tesla, it's his autobiography. It's like the book of inventions or something. Very interesting man. He would visualize everything he invented and have it like perfectly created in his mind and be like, and then he'd be like, well, I know it works because I have it in my mind and I can do that. It just made me want to visualize so much more. Um, where the fuck was I going with Tesla? Oh, yeah. Okay, so for manifesting purposes, I don't know where this came from. But there's this theory uh, with the numbers 3, 6, and 9 in the triangle. Oh, I'm not going to explain this properly. But if you want something in life, the key is, from this theory, is to say it three times. No, wait. Oh, no. Three affirmations, six times, nine times a day. Is that? Or nine days. I don't know. There's a Google it because I'm not getting this right. But it's like you have to say it out loud three times uh, three times, but six times a day for nine days. I think that's what it is. That might be completely wrong, but it's this like concept that we actually have to ask for things. And sometimes it takes asking more than once. Um, so just throwing that out there. If you don't feel like life is going your way, start talking to your higher self and to your guides and ask for shit. Telling you, ask for it. You are an important person who deserves wonderful things. Start asking. Telling you it works. Telling you it works. It works. Okay. Fundamental wishes. Base chakra. That's the root chakra. We all need to work on our root chakra this year. It's something that's come up for me a ton. I did a lot of work on grounding in the first half of the year. Or sorry, the second half of the year. In the summer and fall months. I'm totally not grounded now. I need to like get back into it. But I hate the cold. So I haven't been going outside to ground. But like connecting to your root chakra. There's other ways you can do it. Um, so working on that, 
connecting because you, you need to feel like you're in your body in this world. It's important. Sacrifice. I've gotten the sacrifice card so many times. The person on it almost kind of looks like me. It's weird. Um, like long brown hair. Uh, it's very, it's a very generic picture, like, but I'm, I got long brown hair. Um, she is in this weird position. She's got a rainbow coming out of her and there's flowers all around her. It doesn't look like she's really sacrificing anything. She looks really happy and she looks like she's, she's like creating this magical world. But I think I'm just going to pull another card to deal with this. Cause I don't really know. Um, Um, oh, that's funny. I got suffering in silence. Um, and maybe that's what it's been the last three years. You've been suffering in silence and now you've like made the sacrifice of who you've, you, who you are supposed to be for so long. And now you're ready to dive into this version of yourself, this beautiful rainbow infused version of yourself. Stop suffering. Speak out loud. Because if you're silent and you're brewing in your mind and you want things and you, life isn't going your way, you're suffering in silence, start actually talking about what you want in life instead of just suffering. Um, and then the next card I pulled was hope. And it's the card is like this glowing light in someone's hand and there's a picture of like a man in the middle of the glowingness. But it's it represents hope. I mean, duh. <laughs> like believe believe there's something more believe that there's magic you know believe believe that life is working for you not against you i think that's a really important thing that people need to understand the life is like what you make out of it and if you don't ask for things that you want if you don't take action towards your goals if you don't do those things then life is going to seem miserable and bleak. But if you can stop suffering in silence, make some sacrifices to change your life, uh, you know, connect to your, your base chakra, life's going to be great. And that's your destiny. That's my last card. I pulled the destiny card, which is a woman multiplied a bunch of times in a circle. Basically, it just means that we're we're different versions of ourselves throughout our life. I'm looking at this. This is what I'm getting from it. And the version that you're supposed to meet is your destiny. And this version of yourself can only come from taking those steps, leaning into yourself, getting to know yourself. And if you haven't, like if you haven't in the last three years tried to get to know yourself... That's what 2024 is going to be for you. And for those people who have gotten to know themselves, 2024 is going to be magical. And the people that haven't got to know themselves, it's going to be magical for you too. Because getting to know yourself is really magical and wonderful and beautiful. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be all for today. I don't even really know what I talked about. So uh, it should be interesting to listen back to this. <laughs> uh. Anyways, I hope everyone has a wonderful... I'm sorry, I didn't talk about Aventasia at all today. Although I did mention Nikola Tesla, and I feel like for people with Aventasia, it's a really good read because it explains a lot about his visual visualizing. And also he talks about in it how he would like... His visual... When he was visualizing, it would start with 
I think this is what it was. It would start with like a bright light that was like flashing and then it would build, he could build other stuff after that. It was like he was entering this astral plane or whatever. And this is something that I get when I'm in really deep meditation. I'll get either like flashing lights in my mind or um, patterns or something. And I, I don't know if it's what he was doing. I think his was more intentional. Like, yeah, obviously I had a really good imagination. Um, anyway, so there's my aphantasia component. Nikola Tesla did not have aphantasia. There you go. Um, that, that's it, I guess. Have a great, wonderful, amazing holiday. Uh, I probably won't podcast till after the break and I'm, I am going to be starting a new job. Uh, I do plan on still doing this though. I think that the new job, I'm going to be able to share a lot of really interesting experiences. Hopefully, if not, whatever. Um, but it's going to be a new new journey in 2024. Uh, if you feel like emailing me or contact me in any way, please do so. It's rufocreative at gmail.com. I am behind at answering some emails. So if you've emailed me recently, I'm sorry about that. I will get back to you. Um, but every time I get an email, it brings me so much joy. So don't ever feel like, um, oh, she's too busy. Don't email her. I might not get back right away, but I will read it and it will fill my heart with joy and love. So please go ahead and email me, rofocreative at gmail.com or go to my website, aphantasiaexperiments.com and uh, leave me a note on there. Also, you can subscribe to my newsletter. I don't actually have a newsletter yet. Full disclosure. I have that up there to collect email addresses to start an email address or to start a newsletter eventually. I just haven't really figured out what to do with that. I feel, oh my God, I'm going to talk more now. Jesus. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I feel like with spiritual stuff, you go through this like spiritual awakening and then you're like, you want to work in something spiritual, right? You want to work. So I start this website. I have my tarot readings on there that you can purchase. But um, I feel like all all these different spiritual podcasters or spiritual people, everyone has like a funnel system where you go on their website and it's like a funnel and it takes you to buy something. It's like, I'll teach you how to be intuitive for $6,000, whatever it is. I don't feel like that's my purpose on this earth is to like do a funnel system where I have to like convince people to buy stuff off of me. If you want to get a tarot reading, great. If you want a meditation off my website, great. But I don't want to be a funneler. And it's nothing against people that do that. It's just, I feel like that's not me and I don't really know what to do with my website yet. I get a lot of traffic. I don't know what to do with it. So if you're someone in a field where you're like, I know what you could do shoot me an email because I always have the greatest ideas for other people, but for myself, I get stuck. So I'm always open to hear from other people, how you think I can monetize my website, how you think that, uh, what the future holds for this podcast. If you have show ideas, just let me know. Um, that's it for today. Again, thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy all the things. Happy Kwanzaa, whatever. Happy happiness all around. Uh, Spread the joy, spread the love, and uh, I'll see you next year. Have a wonderful, amazing, fantastic day.